welcome to another episode of the Point Forward Podcast. It has been too long, PJ. What's going on, man? Return of the pod. Return of the pod. We're coming back to pod. Pod with Ultra. <laughs> Such a good remix. Did you uh, get... Uh, did you get some motivation to uh, earn some inspiration from that from the wedding this weekend? Yeah, just in a real singing mood. Uh, yeah, just all of our, both all of our travels, Ultra. Yours, you went international on us. Then we were in Milwaukee together this weekend. It was, uh, yeah, it has, yeah been, been, it has been almost an entire month since we've done a podcast. We don't like to make bad, excuses. We don't like to make excuses, but we've had I mean, shit I had internet. On. I had internet overseas. Uh, you shouldn't say that. No. Now we just look like we're not committed. But, you know, with, you know, your information isn't safe anywhere. So, I guess, I guess you should have given it a shot, but I was a little busy. But, hey, we're here now. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about, uh, and uh, do you know what? The season's going to be starting before we know it, man. It's uh, We're less than a month away. Less than a month away before the Larry Markinen era begins. Yeah, so he's been tearing it up in EuroLeague. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't watch any of it, but it was fun to see all the updates on Twitter. Thanks, Larry. Maybe yeah. I'm gonna. You he's know been, what? I, if, if, he's been good. If he, he ends up good. being, right. he looks like not a pussy, which is nice. Yeah. If he ends up being all right, and like him and Mitch Trubisky are just gonna be linked together for me of like two dudes, I was like really bummed that my team's drafted on draft night, and then by the time the season actually started, I was like getting kind of hyped about. They're basically like the same. It's like the same. Yeah. So. I'm uh, either desperate for something to cling on to in Chicago sports right now, or um, draft day reactions are kind of silly. So, or both. Or both. Well, uh, more to come. On I just that. can't wait for Zach Levine Love Fest. Zach Levine Love Fest is going to be tight. So we weren't planning on talking, or we this you know we didn't really have this job down, but he's looking like he's going to get a shoe deal. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be I. Uh, yeah, I saw that. That's kind of kind of wild. Uh, it makes sense it though. Was I mean, he's gonna be the best me, player on that. Nah, I'm it's not. I mean, I'm happily surprised by it. When I saw it, though, I was like, ah, that makes sense. I mean, like, he's probably gonna be the best player at least this year on the bull. Like, that's actually gonna stay on the Bulls, and they're in, you know the top three market. I mean, as far as because with uh, he's with Adidas, right? I believe so. Or, right? Let me check that. But, uh, I mean, yeah. You should still, I mean, like, if you're a shoe company, you've got a guy that's, uh, someone's in the top three market, you should probably let him have a shoe. Because I know enough dumb Bulls fans that will, uh, definitely buy that ish. Right. And, I mean, I, I gotta watch. That. I mean, I gotta see him first, but I might buy that ish. Anyway, let's let's dive into the probably the funniest topic of the last week, at least, and that is Mr. Kevin Durant, who's been probably the more one of the more candid guys this summer. He won a championship, uh, didn't really have anything to lose. Signed a two-year deal with Golden State. Oh, it's with Nike. Sorry, oh, it's with yeah. Nike. Okay. Yeah. Levine signed a three. Oh, never mind. In 2014. Fuck. Continue. We're talking <laughs> about Kevin Durant. We'll, uh, we'll update this. We'll update this after. He uh, appeared to forget to switch Twitter accounts. Stayed mm-hmm. on that old at KD Trey Five account and said some stuff that probably didn't mean to say. So first, uh, well, he meant to say it. He just didn't mean it for it to get associated himself, with right. his. Uh, so this yeah. all starts when at Cole Cashwell tweets. Man, I respect the hell out of you, but you got to give me one legitimate reason for leaving OKC other than getting a championship. And Kevin Durant, from his Twitter account, he didn't like the organization or playing for Billy Donovan. His roster wasn't that good. It was just him and Russ. Imagine taking Russ at, off that team. See how bad they were. KD, KD can't win a championship with those cats. 
not great. <laughs> so what was your first reaction when you saw this? What? Well, my very first reaction is like, uh, yo, Katie, I've been there. Uh, you know, when I've, uh, well, inside, I mean, if you're really following the point forward Twitter handle, a little trade secret, there's been a few times on my thing, like, I've been trying to tweet stuff from my own account, and it's gone out on the point forward, and I realized, and I just delete it really quick. So I've done, like, the reverse. Um, but, uh, so I mean, I've, like, done it, but, like, not been, like, taking off, like, defending myself off of, uh, haters or, you know, any Twitter trolls. So whatever, but, um, but yeah, so I mean, he's definitely like out of himself that he has these these ghost accounts, uh, <laughs> and he's got one on like NBA Reddit. Found his uh, his ghost Instagram account and found some stuff on there the too. Way. Yeah, I mean, it's like I think it's pretty funny. Um, I don't think anything he tweeted though is like that. Why? I mean, that's like pretty honest and like. I also like don't really know what. How like it would really hurt him if he just said those things, like if he said like, like I'd thrown shade at Russ, I'd say it was probably pretty bad and something. But like, I mean, yeah, he kind of torched everyone on that team. But um, at the same time, like, I don't just I I agree with his take. Nice. Um, I mean, outside I don't I've never played for Billy Donovan, so I don't know that part. But like, yeah, that team was like everyone kind of said that at the time. Like nothing he was saying is is wrong basketball wise. Like it's him and Russ, and there's a bunch of dudes that were built around them and kind of role player. So I think but, looking back on it right I mean, now, it's easy to say it was just him and Russ. Because I don't, I don't think, I don't. Think I mean, the team was, on Serge Ibaka has gotten any better over the last year. But if you think about where OKC was against yeah. the Warriors, they were really close. To winning a championship with those cats, KD, you were really close. You were up three two, and you were up right. double digit points. He's not saying well, that though. He's saying he's I can't saying... win a championship with those guys, which he didn't. But if he didn't have Russ, he's saying if I, imagine taking Russ off that team, see how bad they were. KD can't win a championship with those. Oh, cats. he couldn't. He, he I think he's saying like oh, so what you're saying is that his second tweet. I Go think ahead. he was saying, yeah, his second, yeah, I think his second tweet is kind of saying, like, those, some of those dudes look good with Russ, take him off, like, basically, like, in my opinion, saying, like, he's just saying, like, yeah, Kate, like, Russ and I made, like, got the most out of those dudes, and yeah, but, like, yeah, they still look good with Russ, but, like, once we're both gone, like, those dudes are all trash, and I, I don't disagree with that. I mean, I think the only person that's, like, Got a chance. Yeah, is so like that's Stephen Adams. That was like the point Stephen that Adams I was gonna could... make is that Stephen Adams people. Stephen Adams. That was just the that was his peak. Was that the Western Conference Finals in 2016? He was. He, yeah, not that he was good, bad, but, but I mean, he was like nine and eight. But he just the way he's that he always... defended, the way that he held his own against Draymond, who was you know runner up defensive player of the year. Yeah, and he was just dunking on him, just pissing off and nagging the entire Warriors team. He was really good. He had a great series. Uh, and then, but he's a but, but he yeah. needs guy like he's like Stephen Adams is always gonna be a guy that needs someone to get him the saying, ball. Like so I'm he not, needs to be he around like great a players. Really great piece. He's a good center. Uh, yeah. All I'm saying is that that team had a chance to almost make it. I interpret it a little bit differently, so I, I see where you're coming from. Uh, as far as um, the Billy Donovan stuff, yeah, I don't have any. I don't have any. I don't have That's any beef the... with that. I think it's pretty funny because <laughs> first year coach of the NBA last year, or uh, you know, not in the 2016 2017 season, but the year before when they made but... it to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, it doesn't really surprise me that he didn't get along with them that much. So there were, you know, that wasn't wasn't really anything weird about that one. It wasn't surprising, but it's also like definitely damning for Billy Donovan. Um, it also kind of makes that look like a bad hire because, like, <laughs> if like Katie's like, yeah, I didn't want to. It was like not fun playing for that dude. Um, you gotta say like, hey, Thunder. You look back at that, like, hey, maybe you should have like tried to find someone that 
Katie really liked or wanted to play for, like maybe a little bit more. Like I don't know um, who that would be necessarily, but you kind of like him by him saying that stuff. It's like yeah, you can, if if you come out and said that, like I think it's like pretty like fair. I don't, I like none of that in my opinion. Like if he just like even came out and said that like post winning the championship, I I could see him not wanting to say that in the season but like the dude and i don't know like i i get it in a way of his whole like i want to control my message i want to say like um what i want like he's definitely though like of the two like because we have to kind of get into this now it's just like because also his shoe coming out and like all the stuff that was like all the basically all the shit talking that's like on the inner soul of it and stuff but like in a way, I want to tell Katie, like, dude, you gotta move past it. But, like, he's clearly, like, still really chapped by, like, all the hate he got. And I, one, want to be like, dude, what would you did you expect? Two, you did not get it as bad as LeBron got it. And three, like, LeBron didn't, like, LeBron did a little bit of it, but, like, and after a certain point, LeBron was kind of like, all right, like, I'm going to move on. And, like, kind of, I think LeBron kind of gracefully was just like, I'm going to let my, like, actions on the court and just, like, my everything, like, speak for itself. Um, and, like, learned he's not going to please everyone. And just, like, KD's still in this, like, position where he's trying to, like, win the argument in a way against these people. And, like, you're not going to win an argument against, like, the internet. Like, there's just always going to be those people that are going to be like, oh, you, tri-, whatever. But, like, you made a decision to do this, to like, get a championship, to, like, for your legacy, whatever. And I think, like, those tweets are, like, kind of supportive of that. You're like, hey, I didn't like, I wanted to change. I didn't like playing for Billy Donovan. Outside of Russ, there was no one else that I thought was really that good. Now I'm on a team with, like, three other great players. Like, that was way more appealing to me. I, I, I can't hate on that. I, I think probably 85, 90% of the NBA fans can't really, like, hate on that logic. But, like, him trying to please this, like, extra 10% or whatever is just, like, it's never, you're no, never going to do it. He'll always be a little bit polarizing. Like, I, and I'm a little conflicted about how I feel about KD because I get where he's coming from. Like, I, he should, <clears throat> he has the right to do whatever he wants. Like, the whole idea of, you know, what other industry in the world is it that if you get offered in other situations, it's going to make you happier that you wouldn't take it. I understand why he did that, but he just does all the stuff that he, like, I mean, this whole thing with like these tweets that came out this past week, he's doing podcasts with Bill Simmons, which are like super entertaining, but he's just, if you try to tell him that he's wrong about anything, he's going to snap at you. Like it, it, He's just got this edge to him that I yeah. don't really know. No, I like it. Like, I mean, here's like I think well, he's yeah, like he, definitely yes. knows basketball, and he like, but he has this like he definitely has this like thing where he's like I think I know more than you about it, and like he's like very cocky about his basketball takes and at a certain point, like, I just don't know why you'd, like, lower yourself to, like, some of these people's levels and, like, do some, like, why you, you would waste your time with, I mean, I get, like, showing, like, oh, I just don't want, I'm not gonna take shit from these people, um, but I feel like just that energy is just, like, I, like, you're just, it's good to do at points and, like, whatever, like, it's, if it's, like, therapeutic for him, but, like, it's a losing battle no matter what. Like, he's not going to change. Like, no matter what Katie says, like, no one is going to be like, all right. Yeah, Katie, you, like, you yeah, go into the Warriors. Right. Like, yeah, I, don't, I no I'm longer sure hate him. Now. No. Yeah. No. Like, at, like and he, I think he'll realize this, but it's like, at a certain point, he's going to make the switch where it's like, yeah, like, it, right now, like, people are going to hate on him. Like, there's going to be a lot of revisionist history. Because, like, if he does win three, four championships of the Warriors, like, when he's all, when it's all said and done, like, he's going to be considered a top 15 player of all time, and, like, 
then that's when I'm kind of like, I think he should be doing some of this stuff like once his like legacy is solidified. Uh, I just like in the moment, it just is like kind of counterproductive because I think he's got a lot more like of success and a lot more wins ahead of him. But, uh, but it, like at points, like some of this stuff, it's like he's coming at it like in a way of like, I want to change, like, why is this still, like, coming up, or, like, why are people still giving me shit, like, and, like, these people don't know anything, and I need to, like, prove that they don't know shit, and, like, what they're saying, and it's like, and it's like, and it's like, alright, but, like, uh, dude, I'm pretty sure, like, 80, like I said, like, a majority of the people that follow you, and, like, follow the NBA, like, hard, like, get all of that, like, you're, You've got the majority. I don't think you're you're fighting the masses right now. Like you're fighting a, a, a small like body of, of trolls and just like people who have these Yeah, no no one's really and it's like you're just not like winning you're not gonna win the Twitter, you're not gonna convince everyone on Twitter. Like Yeah, just, most people that, those just are those are waters no one will ever get in. Like you're probably gonna win some more championships over there and people that thought that it was kind of a a cop out at the start they're not going to feel any different now because everyone when you made that change thought that the warriors were probably going to win the championship and you did and you deserve something for that and you're the best he's, player on the championship team he's a top like, three player in the nba unbelievable but like you said the opinions aren't going to change so right. it, it's mm. like the all right so like the last thing because like how he's acting to me if he was like the third best player in that finals and that like we said this after it happened too but it's like you look at this and it's like he won the finals mvp too and like he put up crazy numbers it would be different to me if he and i said this at the time too was just like if he had won and kind of like rode the coattails of steph and claire or like steph and draymond whatever Maybe he's like third best player and like had some bad games and like really wasn't that impactful. I could see him like this take being more like or like this approach being a little more rational, like him proving like and like saying, Oh no, like I was you know, a major factor. Like that's kinda what it is and but like in my opinion, I think a lot of people it's like he was the best player in the series. He was the finals MVP, he won it, like, he went to that team, whatever, like, it got him there, but, like, on the biggest stage, he was the best player on the court, um, you know, finals, and put up these no- crazy numbers, like, let that speak for itself, like, if people are still going to throw shade at you, they're just idiots, and I just don't, like, it's just, it's such a waste of energy that he has right now, and I understand him wanting to have his message and everything, but... Like giving basically by him interacting with some of this and doing this, he's giving it it it's some legitimacy, like that, it, and just showing people that it bothers you. And like this, this whole ghost thing is like him having this and like all that, it's like clearly shows that it bothers him. And until he gets over that, like he's just gonna like he's just opening himself up for it. Um, and like at the same time, like I don't know, like. I think it'd just be, like, cool if he just... I mean, he and he does do this at points. Like, he'll just, like, put people on blast on Twitter under his own stuff. It's just, like, he looks so ridiculous now that he just got caught like this. But, I mean, I will give him, like, a little bit of credit after it happened. He, like, didn't hide from it. Yeah, I, I do. So, like, we, yeah. You know, <laughs> like, closing this up. Was, oh, you can't he, delete that. I think handled it well. Because... Uh, so when I first read this, I was really confused because the way the tweets were written, it was like talking about is talking in third person. And then I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is coming from Kevin Durant's Twitter. And I'm like, oh, dang, like clearly not supposed to come from this Twitter. Like, took me a second. Maybe that makes me stupid. Maybe you read it the correct way right away. But it's like, what the hell is going on here? And uh, I was really curious as to, like, if he's going to play the hack card, like, this was somebody else. And he just owned up to it, which is, like... I'm so glad he didn't. That would have been... That... If he well, had done that, I would have T- been, like, TMZ, you're like, fucking... asked ah, Draymond like, about it, and he just laughed. And, you know, Dre ran his... 
Yeah, he ran, he ran into his own. Draymond has no place to talk, though, either. I mean, that we don't need to get into. Yeah, we don't. That's a, uh, that's a, that's a way to say. Into that too much, but. That's something like Yeah, I, he handled it pretty well. I'm glad that he handled it that way. Yeah, I mean. And maybe this is like the moment where he'll be like, oh, damn, I need to chill the fuck out. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe this would be his, like, come to, like, whatever moment. Like, come to Jesus moment or something. He'll just be like, yo, this is stupid. Like, I'm, uh... Because, yeah, you're just adding fuel to the fire, man. And, like, a fire that, like, if he just... I totally get, like, people, like, giving him shit and, like, clapping back at him and putting him in their place. But then, like... After a point, like it's got to be exhausting, and like you've 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 done what you set out to do, and if he ends up winning, yeah, like I said, three four championships, there's gonna be so much revisionist history, and like I, if I were him, I would just like save those like the people that were critical of him, like remember that, and if they like turn and like oh you know like just like all this stuff like right. f you man like in the moment you were trashing me, um let's, that's uh, like the move I would play if I were him. Oh, boy. What do we want to tackle next, man? I kind of want to talk about Kobe next. Well, I think we should talk about Kobe's... The new Kobe. I think we need to do the Kyrie thing first. While we're on... While we're on thing. Because this is also going to become, like... This could very well become, like... Kevin Durant's best bet is, like, Kyrie gets this, like... Edgy right. thing going that he's got. <clears throat> yeah, working so right now. he went on first take this week, and it's like, and uh, this isn't verbatim, but essentially Stephen A. Smith <sighs> yep. asked if he had talked to LeBron or informed LeBron uh, that he wanted to get traded or talked to him since, and the answer was no, and that he, there wasn't any reason from Kyrie's perspective that he should have to say anything, and. I, I get where he's coming from, but boy, it seems a little cold, right? Well, there's like, there's two sides, like, because Kyrie was like really, his, the whole interview was basically him being like, this isn't a Kyrie LeBron thing, like, this is just like a me and like, like the way I want to play basketball and like just, but. <laughs> but as he's saying some of that, it's like, like he wants to play a different style of basketball. Like he wants to be known differently. Like he wants his game. To, like he thinks his game can is much bigger than it's. He feels like it's currently being shown, and he wants to like prove to those people. But like all of those comments are like directly like at LeBron though, because like he's playing that way and like all this is happening because of like him playing with LeBron and like that um and like it's just it's interesting because he's trying to really take the narrative head on which I respect like and to go on that show and like to to be up there um and at points I felt like he was kind of like talking down like similar to how Kevin Durant does it too where it's like kind of like talking down or like to to Stephen A. Max Kellerman, uh, and just be like, oh, you're just yeah. He you, didn't come like, across basically doing the thing. You never played the game type thing, but a uh, very relatable way I, at all. He seemed. Gr- I don't know. He, he listening to it, but, listening to him. But on that's the road how trip he podcast. But, he was not. He didn't. The thing is, like when I. No, but his his like his takes and just his like, I mean the dude is super thoughtful and is like, he's almost too smart for his own good at points like, uh, and that's like kind of where I think some of that comes off is just like, he um like in my opinion he really could have. I understand him him taking on the initiative. But it's not just it wasn't just a LeBron James thing in me, like you know whatever. Um, and I do think a lot of it just is like he was just wanted to be focused on playing basketball and wants like to be able to have the freedom to do the things he 
wants to do and like maybe just didn't want the LeBron stuff like looming over and this was his best opportunity to go to a place he wanted to go. Whatever the case may be, like I mean, but he kinda laid out his his case of, of things, but um Yeah, I just like the most he's gonna have the most he's gonna have the most trouble with is him if he decides to continue to take the stance where it's like it wasn't LeBron James Kyrie or anything because it's like there was clearly enough there that you didn't enjoy playing with LeBron enough to like <clears throat> want to stay either. You know, there was there was an, and maybe it wasn't like personal like stuff. It was it was just a basketball thing, which is fair. But like people are automatically gonna go that way, and you just like have to know. That, that's just, like, one thing I, in general. It's just, like, to, to fight some of this narrative, it's, like, if you try to go against the grain on it and just be like, oh, it's not this, it's not that. Well, people are going to continue to ask you about it in that way because that's, that's what's driving the story. And you're not going to be able to really change it. And, you know, you can say your piece, but to be active at this point, maybe but it was just to kind of get out in really front of it before the season started. Did he really answer any questions? Because like, I definitely see him like... Uh, well, that's a, that's that's the, that's the a great question, Walter. I I don't know. Because there was there were parts of his, his, his comments that I was like, yes, this, like, this seems genuine and like whatever, but then there were other parts where it seemed like he was just... Like what he was saying was was really contradicting, like the idea of of leaving or the idea that it wasn't about LeBron in some ways. And like if he just said, I mean, other people have said it. It's just like, yeah, it's you know, it's, it's it was just something I just wanted to change. And you know, it's easy for us to sit here. It's easy for me to say that right now. Like I'm not in his position. Um, intelligent, intelligent, intelligent dude. And like, I mean, if he's just looking at even if he had said like, "Hey, yeah, I mean, you know, long term, I just didn't wasn't confident LeBron was staying," or "Hey, I just you know I wanted to be able to, you know, I'm 25, I've got a lot more of my career left than LeBron. I wanted to make sure like I was in a long term situation. I, I was making taking the right steps to make sure that like I'm in a position to like continue to have success that I've had with." LeBron and I you know I think this move was it I think there's a lot of ways he could have taken it but he was getting into this whole like why does it matter type stuff and it's like well I mean you were in a pretty freaking historical trade there Kyrie like no one no two conference like the top two teams in a conference are be like probably in the final conference finals together again like no one's ever made that type of trade like so I mean like this is like like people are gonna have these takes, and you're you got you asked to be traded away from playing with the a top three player of all time, you know like I mean that there's a lot there, so you can't be naive or just like act like I don't get why people are having this narrative, why this narrative is there. Like he's smarter than that, but um, listen, I give him credit for going out in front of it, but still, I mean, come on, like there's. This is gonna be a thing, and like they're playing each other the first game. Like, it, if he, do you think he's gonna it's come out and be like, it's not LeBron, it's Kyrie, no, like, whatever? Like, dude, come on! Like, it's going to what's be. What's the point in going on? It's gonna be it for this whole season. This if you're just gonna not bring up the LeBron thing, you're not gonna address the elephant in the room. It's just, it's a, di- it's disingenuous, and he, he is smarter than that. I mean, this there had well, to have been a basketball well, reason for him to want to do this. I mean. And, and so like I like you said, Kyrie's incredibly bright. You can just tell um, everyone that talks which about is him, fine. like all the players that come on podcasts, like Richard Jefferson and LeBron, have both said like how smart and thoughtful Kyrie is. And you could tell like as soon as LeBron and Kyrie walked off the floor in Game Five of this most recent Finals, what did LeBron say to Kyrie? He said, "We'll be back." You think LeBron? had any thought like it just doesn't make it doesn't add up for lebron to think that kyrie like at that point wanted out the door maybe he had an inkling who knows maybe there were some signs who knows but at the end of the day he like those were the two guys on that team to go against kd I, and steph and they wanted to bring I, bring it back and it's it's not gonna happen uh 
Kai Kai wanted out. Like Kai, why did you want out, man? Like we you there had to have been something with LeBron. I'm not one hundred percent had to have been something. I'm not I like I do kind of subscribe to like Bill Simmons theory that like maybe Cleveland tried to trade him like before the draft and he got wind of it and got pissed and was like, We'll just do it. Um like I could kind of see that scenario. I also just could see, yeah, if it's just basketball objective, fine. Um, but along with it, it's like him to do this, and like the the idea was in some ways, which I get. Like if I were him, and you're just like his stance, maybe was like, yo, I don't know if LeBron's gonna be here next year, and like, damn, I don't really want to be like on this. It's not gonna be fun this year to be on this team, and like every day the questions are gonna be like, oh, like about LeBron staying or is LeBron going to stay or go and vice like that's going to be the narrative all this year in Cleveland so if he didn't want to be a part of that I get that but then you can't then get asked for a trade then get traded and then be like no the narrative is not about LeBron and me either you know like you can't have your cake and eat it too like you've you've got a in, in in one respect, just be like, yo, okay, like I'm fine with like diffusing this for a year. Then this is like less annoying for me than like the LeBron thing. And like, if I'm on a situation I like, like my like my career, everything like won't be as impacted. So I'm good. But if you're gonna go at it from like coming at it and attacking it head on, like getting out in front of it right now. I think kind of plays into that too, where it's like, oh, maybe if I get out in front of it, like I'll kill the narrative. But you also have to know, like, there's a very small chance that actually happens. Uh, so it's there's like two sides to it, and uh, I mean, he's got to get his piece out, get his messaging out. Um, but I just hope like we don't have this full year of him just getting like jaded and kind of just like frustrated by people continuing to ask it because you're gonna have to deal with this for this year. Then if next year LeBron goes to the Western Conference, you're in your home free or whatever, and because I, I in a way if you you played it out, if he stayed in Cleveland, he has those is LeBron staying or going storyline all year, and then if like LeBron did leave and he's still in Cleveland, then it's like, hey, you know, how are you gonna respond without LeBron? Blah blah blah. Like he'd have to maybe see you get two years of LeBron questions. Whereas now maybe he set himself up for one year, so he was trying to be proactive with it. Um, but I mean, yeah, if it truly is just a basketball thing, I think he just sticks with that line. I just don't want to see him get into this thing where he's just get like, I don't understand why you keep asking about this type stuff, because then that's all people are gonna do, and like he just has to like get his messaging down and kind of roll with that, and just know it's kind of a part of the deal, and hopefully. You know the style of play and like the basketball reasons he likes, him, <sighs> like likes being in Boston thing, like worth so it. much. Like, Kyrie talked like, this off season. But dude, on a different thing with it though, like it's so fucking sweet. Like I love that all this is happening. Like going, like we're like you said, we're a month out, and this stuff is building no, up towards it. No. Like I hope there's. Cause then you, did you see LeBron's Instagram stuff from like yesterday too? After he went on, he's work. Well, he's in. He's at UCLA working out with Kate, uh, with Kevin Love, and it's just like my man, like my god, like just like do this like kind of like cheesy amp up of Kevin Love, and it's like it was clear like just some of the hey, stuff he was doing. Man. Like he's done this. Before. He saw it and was just like doing his normal subtweet stuff back at Kyrie. So I mean. Yo, I hope it's it seems yeah, it no. seems I like hope this is like the pettiest pettier. NBA season ever. ever. I really do. <laughs> like that, I hope it's just the year of petty players. Um uh, let's uh so we we got past and That's the dope. Kobe that's amazing. That's like my favorite part. Now we can move on to the actual Kobe and this should be <laughs> This is just funny. So Kobe's numbers are going to retire in uh for the Lakers this year. <laughs> and uh well and so it's looking like they're going to be retiring number eight and number twenty-four, which is numbers ridiculous. But he won championships, <laughs> won multiple championships with both numbers. So what can you really ridiculous. say? Ridiculous, hilarious. 
Cool. <laughs> it's cool. I mean, I think it's gonna. I mean, it's cool. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I don't like Kobe. Kobe. Uh. Yeah. I mean, it's just super funny. Like of people that would did this, it would be Kobe. But um. Yeah. I mean, he kind of had two very distinct eras uh, in Lakers basketball. Um. You know, most every. You know, pretty much every other player in the history of the NBA. Pretty much has like their like stretch, like they're there where they were the the best player. He kinda had two of those. So I mean I think it's like kind of a fair representation of it, but it's still like super funny. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just to have two of them. I mean just to see how they like hang them up or like how they do the banner and stuff. Like will the eight and the twenty like be on one or they have two in like order just in general. Um but, like, it's just a number or whatever. I mean, if, if this is, like, the Lakers' way of, like, really honoring him and, like, trying to prop him up the best way they can, like, because a lot of people still think, like, Magic was the best Laker of all time. So it's like, well, Kobe got two numbers retired. Like, this is their kind of extra way of of honoring his impact on the franchise. Like, well, that's fine. Like, it's someone was probably going to end up having this done eventually anyway, so... But I think Kobe would be the uh, the uh, a good first first candidate for it. <laughs> it's so odd. <laughs> it's funny. I like just giggle. <laughs> did you see the? Uh, I think you did. I did I send you that know. tweet where it was like, "Well, Kobe gets to go eight for twenty four um, one yeah, last man, time." Uh... <sighs> <clears throat> yeah. I got the. I got the. Well, I, I mean, you're a Lakers game. fan. Like, was. Which funny Any, story I about mean, that? You uh, you had a Kobe eight jersey, right? I did get right? that the day that black. after as a birthday gift of yeah. when he was accused of uh, raping someone. So, very, yeah, great timing. Seventh after grade the Colorado ish, thing. Ish, yeah. Anyway, uh, hey, the, well, we were like yeah, in that. You know, sad thoughts. That, I don't want to go on that, but. Uh, <clears throat> It was middle school for us, right? For sure. Uh, I mean, is is there (coughs) him getting two? Sorry, him getting two. His wife got a big ring. Just that was a settlement. It's about as shocking as him. He won championship after just uh, changing his number in the middle of his career. You know, it's just like Kobe's gonna do what he's what he's gonna want to do. He's gonna be. the most boastful guy in the room at all times, and so he he would be the first NBA guy to to get two numbers retired. Good for him. Number two in Cleveland, number eleven in Boston. Which that's weird, by the way. Kyrie's gonna want two numbers retired. He's gonna want his number retired in Cleveland and Boston. Right, but it's yeah. it's still weird to yeah. see him rocking eleven. Well, that's his. That's the number his dad wore when he played in Boston University. Well, it's just the two alternates, <laughs> oh, yeah. like the uh, shout like out we learned this weekend. Um, the two, you just put two all ones right, up. So that's two. Uh, let's, uh, <laughs> you know, just a couple other quick hitters yeah, NBA wise. So shout this out week, Constantine. or a few weeks ago, I don't really know. I'm losing track of time. John Wall came out and said that he was the best two way point guard in the NBA. Agree or don't agree, Peach? I mean, I think he kind of has a point. Um, I mean, the pretty much the the standard uh, answer was always Chris Paul for a while, but I mean, Chris Paul's getting older. I don't necessarily think Chris Paul last year, you know, was that on point defensively. Um, I mean, I think it's a kind of like a ridiculous overall like statement to make. Like, I don't think anyone's like. Saying like, oh, I really need want the best two way defensive point guard. I think he's kind of just trying to like be in the conversation of like people like giving him some love on defense. But um, he's been on you know NBA all. De- I mean, I mean, I mean, guy gets steal like. But at the same time, like when you look at a uh, point guard position, and no, 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 no one's really probably like a be like a be like a. Be like a defensive 
stopper. Like no one's like, oh no, yeah, this guy's like I'm also can guard his position. So like it's kind of it's that's not really a priority yeah, anymore. John, like there, there's not like a really great arguments for anyone but CP3. Just because you know you look at all defensive guys over the last few years and last year, uh, Pat alongside Chris Paul, other first or second team point guards in the last couple of years, okay? Pat Beverly in 2016-17. Um, none in 2015-2016. John Wall was on the second team in 2014-2015, and that was the only time John Wall was ever on an all-defensive team, all-NBA, all-defensive team. Chris Paul, on the other hand, has been first or second team nine different times which is just like John Wall has not made a first team all defense one time in his career and he's saying the best two way player Chris Paul was first team last year and hey I'm not arguing that John Wall isn't a better offensive player he can do a lot like CP is going to get his 18 and 9 just like he always does but John Wall just like John Wall is a better offensive player at this point, but when you're talking about nine first or second team defense uh, all NBAs against one second team on John Wall, it's just come on, man. Even la- last year, Chris Paul first team all NBA. Last year, I mean PJ nine. Nine all defense. Yeah, but that's just off of reputation. Like, Come on. I just think some of this off reputation more than like actual. He was. No. No, I mean, like, I think if when you go back on like their overall careers, yeah, I think like when you when you do the retroactive look back, like yeah, you're definitely like one of the things you'll you'll mention on Chris Paul is he was the best defensive player at his like he did D up and he was like a lockdown defender at points and like he prided himself on that, but like at the same time, like I'm just saying like currently I I think you can make a case so, like John Wall's like a six four, like pretty imposing threat right now, like figure at his position. No, PJ. Well, do you know what the last time I would, that uh, CP3 wasn't? I mean, I think he no, may have but, a point, like, right now, like, and today. And I'm saying that right now, like, um, if your argument is just that the All-NBA is complete BS. He's not saying like, all-time or something. He's John, saying right John now. John Wall should have been on, if he's considered that great of an, a point guard, he should be on an all-defensive team more it kinda than is one at time. If, he's, if he makes, tell you what. I'll consider this if he makes first team all defense next year. He might be make now. It. What if he is now? What if he's he's elevated? So we're gonna table this. We're gonna revisit revisit when they announce all defense okay. teams. But until then, I'm not yeah. even gonna talk all right. about Let's, John Wall. Yeah. First. I mean, it's just it. This is a guy that loves John. I love. Yeah. I'm Team John Wall way more than CP3. Dude, I didn't know you care. I just like, but at the same time, like. I just think it's like who cares? I know I'm not, not, but but at the same time, like does that really? Does John Wall's defense like really impact how you feel about him as a point guard? Like when I'm talking about like when I'm doing like an internal ranking of all the point guards, like the last like I'm not really thinking about like can they play defense? Like whatever. Like I don't know. I'm not like at this point in the NBA how it's played now. Like everyone has a point guard kind of thing that like has to be able to do a certain set of things and and none of those like top three things really involve defense like name me a team like right now that like you have a point guard who's like the first or second thing or defense you know because i like i think chris paul's thing is like reputation more than it's like actual results right now like i don't think this year we're going to be watching the rockets and be like Man, uh, Chris Paul, you know, really added a lot of defensive presence on the, uh, for this team. I think, like, he's going to add a lot of other, you know, his scoring, his, his playmaking, on and on, his pass, you know, whatever it may be. Because, um, like, yeah, I mean, 
Like no one was like well, I don't with know. Pat, Pat Beverly. Pat, okay, Pat, so Pat Beverly was a pretty good defender, but like no one was here, like, so. oh man, you can't replace Pat Beverly's defense. Hey man, like, like, let's uh, think. Okay, Eastern uh, Eastern Conference semis this year. John Wall, Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, that's what I mean. But How like, do you do against Isaiah? Isaiah on his bum hip, bum hip. How did he do against Isaiah? He didn't do shit. Like Isaiah torched him an entire series, and he beat him in the series. Yeah. Isaiah torched John Wall. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean that whole series was pretty ridiculous. But he dropped dropped fifty Who? points in the playoff game against John Wall. Oh, John like, Wall. Chris Paul. Chris Paul going up against Isaiah. That he wasn't. Nah. No way does that happen. Yeah, but but. I, I don't know. <laughs> I that's what I mean. I I think it might. Like I don't. Like, John Wall not logging him down, whatever. But, like, that's just not part of the position. Like, I don't know if you can say that about John Wall. Isaiah. Like, uh, if he played him for a series, I think, like, I think Isaiah would have probably gotten similar numbers off Chris Paul. I think the only thing that would be different is, like, he would have, well, Chris Paul would have definitely tried to hurt Isaiah more. Like, I, I, Isaiah might have been wrecked after the first after that series like i don't even know if you'd have been able to play cleveland but i don't know if you can necessarily <laughs> yeah I, I like i'm saying i think you're just playing into a lot of like his repu like his his overall body of work like recently because he was you know you know you know you know he, steph wouldn't be tor- you know he's probably the best guy that's like in like since steph's been good that's been able to defend steph but um, you know, if Chris Paul was really making that big of an impact on on defense, like maybe they would be uh, have made it to uh, finals or something. You know, uh, I think uh, it's like nice, but once again, you know what? I'm gonna move on. Being the best at that as a point guard is not something I'm there. really you're not, like. You're not changing you to my do. mind. On I need this you one. to do a lot more. I actually, that, this is crazy. Anyway, uh, let's, you're so uh, triggered. A few more things before we head out, so let's let's move on. I, um, I want to talk about some extensions coming up, but before we get to that, let's talk about the jerseys that came out this week. Um, so it's the uh, man. I'm I, I'm blanking on the new uh, what the new jerseys are called because they're four different ones per team. Statement statement jerseys and they're the um you know i've had a really off, off rough off the season as they're a called the um, the statement yeah statement jerseys i just can't really make up my mind if i dig them or not and uh i was like i was pretty i was pretty happy with um with the lime green statement jerseys from the t-wolf so, i think they're kind of cool yeah, I mean they they definitely resemble the Seahawks a little bit, but what what jerseys were your favorite? The Seattle Seahawks jerseys, the Seattle Seahawks jerseys. Yeah, so I knew we were. I knew we were. Um, I mean, so some of them didn't change drastically, but um, I did like the OKC ones. Those are relatively new. Yeah, yeah, I think the OKC ones are nice. Um. The um, so the J the the Cleveland ones I like a little bit. They kind of look like a practice jersey. Um, but there was like a picture of Jr. in them just by himself, and he had like a lot more like he had the red uh, shin compressions and stuff on, and I didn't like that look as much. Um, but like those are alright. I really like the um, Brooklyn the couple other ones like the Brooklyn ones. I think are sharp. Um. The Portland ones, the Sixers, and um, the Pacers ones are, like, a couple that I'm, like, down with. The Kings ones, too. I mean, but those, I think they had already released that look for them. Um, there's a couple ones. I'm just, like, yeah, it's the one, like, weird. minor critique I have of one of them is, like, I don't like the, the Fear of the Deer. They added the number above the deer head. Like in between the antlers, it's like a little too crowded now. Um, so I don't know why they had to do that, but um, that kind of sucks. Really? But, um, 
Let's see what else. Uh, the two I would definitely like do a quick hate on those. I'm not really feeling the Golden State ones. No, I think the town is like weird and like the low. I I, I think it kind of looks. I like the color scheme. I just don't like that. Yeah, the ja the jazz part of it. The jazz and then the uh, the jazz like ones the can just go somewhere. I like the pacers. They got those look like a practice kind of jersey unique, Like they got the, like, the lettering going around. I just don't need that uh, kind of colors. Or they got the like words like the Indiana Pacers thing going around. Pacers one sick, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, a lot of teams, like you said, yeah. not really too much change. The OKC tight. ones were like the big winner in my mind. It, I thought that those were by in far a circle. the coolest. Yep. Uh, Sixers, Sixers are nice. They changed the font a little bit. Uh, they changed the yeah. fonts a little bit. The color schemes a little bit different. The, the ones shorts are, sharp, dude. are on the on the Sixers like with the little. Uh, Sixers like are sharp. American stars, like in a circle, pretty cool. This, so the Sixer, yeah, yeah. Those are tight. Well, this most the Sixers look like they stole the lettering from like, yeah, four Christmases ago almost. Like, the like Christmas Jagers, like it kind of looks like that. The cursive part though, like, is it's. It's pretty clean, um, yeah. So I got I and like I know we both I really. Read. I mean, this is not change much, but like we both I know we both love before, the, the black Houston nice. jerseys. The jerseys just really cool in general. Uh, but that jersey is sick. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, for a lot of these are just like. They're they're not doing. I don't really. I'm not really feeling the. Uh, the more I'm looking at it, the uh, New York, the Knicks, mm -hmm. like the. It kind of looks a little weird, but I think it also looks just weird because that's. I think it's Frank, Nietzsche that's that's, was oh, doing shit, this. Man, I'm not sure why they threw a rookie um, out. That was a little most weird. Most people had vets um, or stars out there. It just like kind of looks Nicotine. awkward or only a few. So I think it's his his body type. I guess that counts. They got rookies. He's not the only. I mean, Ben Simmons is a rookie-ish. <laughs> um, they got some. There's like a random mix. Like it was kind of funny to go through this because uh, there's like random. Like Shane Larkin's the Celtics guy. Like it's uh, like they've got some random. Ian Clark is the uh, Pelicans. Um, like yeah, I don't they got know. some I mean, weird general, like. I, spectrum of like I was a little the underwhelmed about the new Nike this jerseys like, this year. There were just so many similarities. I thought there was going to be kind of more change across the board. But, but we, but we kind of said like I think when we talked about them initially, some of the launches of it was like that. Uh, they're kind of they're pretty much doing a similar playbook to when they did with the NFL. Like they would do with some, like some franchises, like some of the up and coming, like they kind of try to refresh their brand, but they weren't trying to like really alter a ton of these. And I think like as it progresses though, we'll see more changes and like more, more to it. I just think they just, we're kind of going to something to be like, there'd be enough change around the league overall. So it's like, Oh, it is different, but also like some of the NBA jerseys are like, just like pretty much staples they and are pretty fly. Them, yeah. And like, I mean, if Atlanta just hadn't redone their jerseys, like they probably would have gotten a redone one. But I mean, there's certain teams. Well, yeah, I mean, they had it all, they had it right before they did this, like with the neon part. Um, yeah, like the Blazers ones. Looking at those more, I really do like those a lot more. And the Phoenix ones are nice. Um, I mean, overall, yeah. There's some. Um, uh, the Nuggets ones are yeah. They you at least kind of get. We just wanted them to go back to the rainbows though, so I was like a little bummed about that for them, but. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I, but I think there's gonna be like more variations. Like I'm interested, really, to see kind of what the Nike, like with the Christmas jerseys and that stuff, kind of comes out to be. Now that 
you know, after this year. Transition, 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 transition to Nike, but we'll start, uh, I'm hoping we'll start to see some bigger changes with some of them as we, uh, I wish the Bucks would. I wish the Bucks would. I wish the Bucks would. I wish the Bucks would take it out. Point it out. Point it out. Point it out. Point it out. Honestly, it's so stupid, but I was just like, damn, I wish they kept those numbers off that. In the middle of the antlers. It just looks so crowded to me. I was just kind of bummed. The most controversial, although I think you may feel strongly one way, and I think I can guess which way, is Jabari Parker, you know, I think you have up until I think you have up until like the day before the season to sign to an extension, um, otherwise restricted free agency. And Jamar is no, kind of a I, polarizing guy because he's shown flashes of incredible talent, and at the same time has yeah. had two ACL tears since leaving college. So what do you do? What do you think? If you're a GM, if you're a GM. Well, so that's it. I literally, I literally posed the question because I don't know. I don't know the. I don't like. Because I'm very biased in it. I mean, like, I think. Because I, th- I've, I've, I think I've voiced this on the pod before, but I, like, I almost like see it playing out where like, when the Bucks are contending, like, I feel like Jabari's gonna be like, the sixth man or like the third best player on the team on the Bucks. So they need to still get that number two. I don't think he can be like the two. Unless, right. But they got to also change how they use him a little bit and give him opportunities to have the ball in his hand a little bit more. So that's playing him off minutes away from Giannis. Uh, but they're in a weird spot. I think what they'll end up doing and like what I would probably do, which is, is, is a gamble, but it's like I think I would let it. I think you've got to kind of play it like the Otto Porter thing. Like You've just kind of got to go into it. And no, like, worst case, you're going to max him. Because someone will, like, offer it to him. But I don't think you max him to begin with. Like, I just don't think you can do that with the injury and stuff. I think you've got to have him come back, see how he comes back, and then just, like, evaluate his value at that point coming off too many injuries. Um, But, yeah, the idea of them, like, they need to keep him. So... And they can still do that, but I just and this is just something weird. I was just thinking about it because just looking at Bucks Bucks basketball a lot, um, and I just was thinking about that like, oh, what do you do with Jabari? It is just weird. Um, and in my mind, I was yeah. like, you've got to kind of let it ride out this season, but at the same time, that makes me nervous. <laughs> But, like, maybe you can get him for less than the max also. I don't know. But, like, yeah, I just don't know what the play is here. Because if you commit to him, like, if he – basically, if he doesn't play to earn the max, no, I do know then is mean. it something uh, you should I, be giving him any, like, significant money at all? Like, so, should, how much money should be locking up to him then at, in a way? You know what I mean? No, it, it is a tough decision, and I think I think you're right. I – the – the risk that That's you're running with this, and I, I, what I thought you were going to say is, is that I think you extend him, I think you max him, or you try to get him somewhere under the max, save a little cash, but ultimately, Ooh. I don't... Well, I... The, Here's yeah, the, well, here's the he argument would, against that. If he would lock him for less, but that, still, is I, that Jabbar is like, hey, I, I gotta get this money while on the table right now, because, hey... I don't know what's going to happen with ultimately. Well, he might want to. And if you look at how restricted free agency has panned out for a lot of guys this year, although Plumlee got paid this week, which I don't think Nuggets fans are very happy about that and how much money he's getting paid. But but in general – my guy, like Otto my guy. Get paid. that paper, Miles. How did this, Get that paper, uh, how did this pan out for oh, him? Oh, him and well? him and Miles both have gotten that guy's paper. Guy signed it's... the qualifying offer, and he's not getting paid much this next year. And people thought that he was getting paid near. He's not, but if if you can get Jabari for like a five, I don't think Jabari does. 
Mm. It does. But the last thing the Bucks want to do. I know what you're saying though. I know what you're piss him off. I know what you're saying. And then though. he has a great God, season yeah. this year. And I mean, you're in but that deep, helps the Bucks because yeah, shit. I mean, if they could get him for um, less. So that's that's the risk in this. But what I think is going to end up happening right. is I think he, uh, I don't think he's going to get extended. I think I think they're going to see how this year, this season plays out and see how healthy he is, see how he plays. And I, but I think that he, I think he, it may end up biting the bucks because I think Jabari is the real deal. Like if you just look at the numbers that he was able to put up while he's healthy, like look at this jump. Like he went from his second season in the NBA, taking less about a half a three pointer game and shooting twenty five percent to taking three and a half three pointers a game and hitting him at a thirty six percent clip last year, averaging twenty minute twenty points and thirty four minutes a night. He's nice. He's a stretch four, and he's not only is he stretch four, but he's athletic. He can run the floor. He can do all these things. You can, you know, play him in a lot of lineups. I'm not sure about like eventually getting to the point that you could play that guy in like a small small ball five. I'm not sure if that's ever going to really work out. But like you can play him at the three. You can play him at the three. You can play him at the four. He he's shown like in, yeah. It, it, but you know, if you invest no. some money in that guy, your hope is that you stagger him with Giannis, and those are your two playmakers. They need him. Um, he needs to have the ball in his hand more. Like, yep. And uh, even if you know, it'd be interesting to see if they do more. Of yeah, a you Kyle never, you never type. type deal one of those guys is always where on the court you're going to throw times. a lot of money yeah. at him, but you're not locking him down for a super long term. That's kind of interesting. Like, if you saw, like, would you rather have them lock in Jabari at five years, one hundred twenty million? Or would you rather them lock him in at three years, ninety-five million? I think either way, you're hoping. Yeah, I. Right. Hey, I mean, it depends on how he looks. Yeah, I mean, if you go off his two knee injuries, like right now, I'd right if I gun to my head right now, I'd rather have the three years because you don't know. But, like, if he ends up being fine, like, I just would hate to, like, sell low on the guy because, like, if you get him for locking him into the five years now, like, you've extended your championship window by two years. I would at least get him lined up with Giannis. Um, probably, but... Yeah, because I still think the Bucks thing is, like, they need to add a third piece. They need, Or not add, but they need that... Thon maker, Thon maker, Thon maker, Thon maker, Thon maker is gonna be that guy possibly. Um, I still feel like they're gonna. I, mean, have I to like Thon maker, but I think if you're banking on him being your third piece this early, in that's some way or another. Risky. Um, so you just want to be able to have some cap flexibility, because like ideally. No, he yeah, he's a few years out, but like, yeah, ideally, what ends up happening to the Bucks is they're able to sign someone this off season. This is ultimately two part of it. I think ultimately this off season they can sign someone because they'll have some cap space, and then or they help kind of create some more cap space for themselves, mm-hmm. get another guy in there, and then sign Jabari. But hopefully, like, between Jabari and whoever they would sign like that's their two and three options and then you hope Thonmaker develops and like he's your fourth guy um but you've also got brock i mean you've got brock like brogdon's well, almost to, like you're he's like filling in that draymond green type situation where you, do you know what like, the best do you know what the best thing the about round. them is, is that they're in the eastern conference um so like who knows where and he'll you have out, but, to it's like a good. They're in a good. They have a good oh, problem nice to have steps. right now. Like that's the one thing that. Like they're in a pretty. And we're definitely. We are that. going. And we that. are going to a box game this year. That is happening. And you have Giannis. Um. Let's uh. Let's close up shop here. Peach. Yeah. That uh, is it. They're is a fun. They're a fun one. And they just I'm signed Jason real, Terry I'm again. It, so like they're good guys. For the regular they season mission for, uh, some to make some some oh, NBA we're going to bets. Multiple box games. I still I gotta do some serious deep dives on some NBA over unders and, and get ready. Get in this bag. But hey, we're close. 
the basketball fevers. Yeah, we're going to keep an eye on that. We uh, we definitely got some 2K talk upcoming because 2K just came out. I already put my Giannis. I, I already put today, my Giannis MVP bets in. I'm waiting to see uh, if the pre-order and all that my favorite I mean, that's to throw more money while, at it. So that's going to come up. Uh, so, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Next week. Yeah. Yeah, a little fancy football action. Yeah, it's a little fancy football plug at the end of the pod. But <laughs> oh, you did this trade. Oh, yeah, you moved so the bar. Oh, feel free to nice. at uh, fancy football at Twitter. <laughs> nice. uh, Breaking news: Ultra traded Lamar uh, Miller and Emmanuel Sanders for Demarco Murray and Amari Cooper. Comments emails, for all you that general, care. Uh, to uh, at the point forward, or sorry, the point. Let us know if you think Ultra won or lost that trade, and uh, we'd really appreciate a review on iTunes or Stitcher. But as always, thank you for listening, Peach. Have a good week, my man. Well, I'm just some bummed that the pod's over. We got to go back to the real life now. Until next week. Well, that's such a sigh. Yeah, you too, man. Mm, I'm sorry. Until next week. <laughs>